Insights into the elements of process safety, the only process safety podcast where each week industry professionals discuss their hands-on experiences and industry-tested solutions of the 14 PSM elements. Brought to you by Smith & Burgess, the trusted process safety advisor to the world's leading companies. Hello, this is Keith Farrell from Smith & Burgess, and I'm doing hot work permit for the PSM element of the week. Hot work permits, even though applied to PSM, may not seem at first to be a, a suitable element to include with all the other elements. I do understand, and you do too, that hot work permits are regulated under other sections of OSHA for compliance. But however, when you consider the fact that hot work permits are opening up the process and allowing a potential leak source, you can see where PSM needs to have hot work permits. So you don't want to just depend on safety alone. PSM also needs to come in and take care of these activities. One thing I used to do with hot work permits was to audit the permits themselves. In understanding that in any compliance for a government agency, the lack of documentation means you didn't do it. Basically, if it's not documented, it's not there. So what we would do, we would go out and we would look at the permits, the documentation, signatures, make sure they checked off the boxes, and then walk down the process to ensure that all the safety th- issues are been covered. Now this brings up the next topic of hot work permits is how do you determine the proper safety level for your hot work permit? Well, I do understand that your job safety analysis or your JSA is predefined ahead of time, but have you ever considered using your HAZOP as a source material for your JSA? It is a potential leak source. It is a potential hazard. You are looking at the same things, and this may be a good place for your JSA to be refreshed. The other thing about hot work permits is how often do you look at your JSAs? Because if you think about it, the work activity is one half of the hot work permit, ensuring that the work activity doesn't cause a problem or doesn't include or hurt other people is this other half of the problem. So how often do you look at your JSAs to make sure they're current? When you do an MOC, do you look at your JSAs for your hot work permit? Because you may have changed some of the criteria the JSA had applied to. These are some of the areas I have found that have been gaps in the past, even in my own plants, because we have not considered the full impact of hot work permits. So don't get under the conclusion that it's hot work, it's under personal safety and under process safety. You need to take on hot work just like you do other PSM elements. You need to mentor, you need to watch, you need to audit, you need to make sure that you're doing the same activities as you do any other element because it's just as critical. Because as you remember, anytime something can get out of the pipe, it's going to be a PSM problem. The other thing I can say about hot work permits is that they're an ongoing process. So people tend, it's the human nature to, something that you do all the time is to become sloppy at it. I'm not saying your workers are bad or that you're not doing your job. I'm just saying you become accustomed to it so much that you go into automatic mode. This in itself can be a problem. So you need to make sure that when you're auditing your hot work permits, you don't have it scheduled, you have them unscheduled. The only time I don't do hot work permits is during turnarounds or major maintenance cycles. At the rest of the time of the plant time, hot work permit audits should be allowable. The only reason I don't do them during turnarounds is because you'd have to plan those in and people would be expecting them. So there again, 
your audit program needs to be, include hot work permits. You need to be look at the hot work permits. Now, how many you do, how many you audit, is up to each site, depending on how much work they actually have going on. There again, thank you for listening to the Smith & Burgess PSM Elements podcast. This is Keith Farrell. I'll be talking to you next week. Thank you for listening to Smith & Burgess's Insights into the Elements of Process Safety. Visit smithburgess.com for more process safety white papers, case studies, presentations, and of course, podcast episodes.